Hello and welcome to my podcast. Today is Friday, December 6, 2019, and this is Maria Ng coming to you from Fort Worth, Texas. Today I'm going to talk to you about the successful implementation of technology in the K-12 classroom through technology professional development. In the past, there was a lot of external barriers to using technology in the classroom. But as technology costs have reduced and infrastructure has increased, access to technology is a more feasible option for school districts across the country. In his 2018 article, Cormos explained that technology is becoming an expectation as technology standards are being incorporated into the curriculum across the country. I think it's pretty well known that using technology in the classroom increases student engagement, and I'd like to believe that most teachers are not opposed to using technology. So why don't we see it being used more frequently in the hands of students? I believe the hesitation lies in teachers' lack of confidence and knowledge of how to use the technology effectively with their students. The best way to combat this is with technology professional development, which is defined by Boston Sioglu in 2018 as activities that aim to increase teachers' performance and technology integration through the development of their technical skills in the use of video, software, computers, and so on. Furthermore, due to the fast pace of technology change, TPD needs to be continuous. So it's not just a one-and-done training. You can't know it all after one TPD session. Technology is constantly changing and new tools are coming out and being updated every day. To stay abreast of current technology and how to use it in the classroom, teachers must be routinely updating their knowledge. TPD offered by districts or other online organizations is a great way for teachers to do this, but it must be meaningful and have value to the teacher. Darling Hammond and Bransford stated, if teachers are to develop a curricular vision with respect to the use of technology for learning, teacher education programs need to think of their responsibilities as including the production of technically literate teaching professionals who have a set of ideas about how their students should be able to use technology within particular disciplines. Gunter and Reeve stated that TPD should be authentic, integrated, subject-specific, and consistent in their 2017 article. Ikenyaki and Wishart wrote in a 2015 article stating that hands-on learning sessions help teachers develop their technology skills. We know our kids learn best by doing, so why would we think that teachers are any different? Knowing how to use technology isn't the only caveat to getting teachers to implement technology. It's important that teachers also know how the technology can be used to support pedagogy and content as explained by Tanjur, Van Brock, Sadiq, and Sharir in their 2016 article. They suggested that technology should be directed by the concept of Technological Pedagogical Content Knowledge or TPAC. Supporting this ideology is Longhurst, Jones, and Campbell. They propose that PD should include aspects of appropriate adaptation, community building and connection to goals for student learning in their 2017 article. Parsons, Hutchins Hall, Parsons, Eves, and Leggett cited Ingvarsen, Myers, and Beavis in their 2019 article, U.S. Teachers' Perceptions of Online Professional Development, and expressed that teachers also have ideas about what effective PD should look like. In their survey, they found that teachers thought that the following aspects of PD were most helpful. A. Receiving feedback. B. Working with colleagues to review student work. And C. Follow-up after the completion of the program. This response from teachers supports the idea that relationships are built or needed to be built for effective PD to occur, both between the trainer and the teachers, and between colleagues. In 2018, Bostancio Glue suggests that learning is not just a cognitive process but also a social one and highlights the importance of social interactions in knowledge building. 
This is supported by Longhurst et al. when their data suggested that the development of a trusted community creates long-term cohesion between teacher learners that influences appropriation of practices beyond the specific professional learning experience. But all of this, no matter how great the TPD, cannot be accepted and implemented widespread without administrative support. Vakir in 2015 stated, successful implementation should be faculty-driven, promote advocacy among administration and faculty without mandates, and support pedagogical beliefs. In the 2018 article by Thanamali and Rahman and the 2015 article by Rabah, the ideology of having a school leader who has a grasp of technology and has goals for integration are huge predictors and a necessity to drive technology usage on the campus. Many factors play into technology usage in schools. Teacher comfort and understanding are a huge part of that. Blanchard, Lee Provost, Tolan, and Gutierrez founded their 2016 study titled Investigating Technology Enhanced Teacher Professional Development in Rural High Poverty Middle Schools that teacher beliefs about teaching and comfort with using technologies change significantly over the course of their participation in teacher TPD programs. As mentioned in the definition of TPD, it needs to be continuous. So I want to close with a quote from Darling Hammond and Bransford. Lifelong learning along with the innovation dimension typically involves moving beyond the existing routines and often requires people to rethink key ideas, practices, and even values in order to change what they are doing. Thank you so much for tuning in and taking this journey with me to explore implementation of technology in the K-12 classroom through technology professional development. I hope I left you with some food for thought. This is Marie sharing my two bits. Signing off.